Hey everyone, this is Shadows. And Chaos. We're from the Shadows of the Moon podcast. We're here to tell you about Anchor and how it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I heard it's free. It is free. There's also a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So I don't have to upload and change platforms? Nope, not at all. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it'll be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Without me having to do it? Yep. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Are you kidding me? Not at all. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead on over, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. And that's with a capital A. What is going on? You're over the audio. You're in the office. I'm going to lost my freaking restream. Oh no. Oh no. I got this. Come on, D Live. Oops. God damn it. What's that? Going <laughs> He's over there messing everything up. Hey, Heather. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, Andy. Hello, everybody. <laughs> yes. Hello, Rain. Hello, everybody. Let me get my pop out chat. <laughs> what is going on? How are you guys today? Okay, what's going on? See, his, he screws his up. I screw mine up. I just screw mine up. I got mine. <laughs> skills me. Skills me. Skills me. Oh, that's what's going on. I got that over too far. All right, there we go. We're good now. I won't know until this afternoon, Heather. <laughs> yeah. You're the best. You're the best. You guys are the best. It's been snowing, snowy, rainy, windy day there. Oh, that sucks, Nicole. It's been, it's chilly out. And it's windy, but it's sunshine. So, which is nice. I think there's a big leg. I don't know. Has the internet been wonky for you? I don't know. It seems to be working fine over here. Okay. I don't know. For some reason, it just seemed like it was wonky today. You are wonky. Well, yeah, I know I'm wonky. But that's beside the point. Not as snowy as we get. <laughs> we can definitely give you some snow. Oh, well, I mean, it's kind of icy now, but because the wind's blowing. Thank you for the lemons, Heather. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, it'll be blocks of ice if we ship it to you. <laughs> it's not going to be fluffy snow. That's for sure. So what's going on? (laughs) 
And he wasn't going to say it. It's only 90. <laughs> it's about 22 here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice of you, Andy, for not saying that I'm wonky. You know, we all know how you guys feel. <laughs> yes, Heather, we'd definitely probably be water by the time we got there. That's true. Hi, Blue. Hey, Blue. How are you? Hello, cookies. I didn't do it. Nicole's like, I'm taking that ice cream back, damn it. Thank you for the ice cream, Nicole. <laughs> After that, she's like, damn it. <laughs> so basically, that you know what that means, Nicole? You just paid him for saying cookies. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> right? <laughs> Slap <her. laughs> Yeah, everybody in this room's wonky. We all know we're all wonky. <laughs> That's why we get along so well. <laughs> For sure. I know, it was perfect timing. <laughs> that really was. So how y'all doing today? Did you have a good Monday night? Good Tuesday? <laughs> Blue's like, I agree. All right, Andy, you going to play that game? All right. <laughs> Here I thought we were bros, man. Supposed to have each other's back. I know, after he's the one that put it up there. Uh-huh. See how he is? Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. How you doing, hon? Welcome, welcome. I mean, geez, now Andy's showing his true colors. Yep. <laughs> we probably get done with the show as a co-host, and he's probably like, man, that fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> probably. No. <laughs> YouTube's lagging a lot. I just wanted to... You did, Andy. You're the one that put cookies up there. That's Oops. right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. That's beside the point. <laughs> you're not sorry whatsoever. We know this. Can't hide it. So I'm slowly getting my desk in order. Until next week. <laughs> slowly. That's why the camera's been moved. Like, they know the camera's been moved. They can tell which way I'm, I'm facing. Like, when I look at you, it's different than what it was before. Yeah. It's just, I just like to cause little annoyances whenever possible. <laughs> That's too funny. You guys are crazy. Y'all are crazy. So, today's show, we're talking about self-doubt. We all had that little, lovely, little self-doubt mechanism in the back of our heads that sit there and tell us, no, wait. So, we're going to try 
and help out on overcoming. I'm doing good, Ma. How you doing, bud? The self-doubt. Well, how you overcome that is you think positive. Yeah. But there's oh, a little... What the fart? What the fart? There's a little, you know... Get drunk and beat the hell out of a mirror? Or you can do that. <laughs> Eddie, end of show. Eddie just solved it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Freaky Geek. Hey, Freaky Geek. No red speaker on the left side. Huh? I don't have a red speaker on the left side. What? I don't know what that means, Freaky Geek. When in doubt, when in doubt just put it, the vote to the three voices. Works for me occasionally. There you go. What does that mean, Freaky? Hold on, you can rock out first. <laughs> you are the best. YouTube notifications. Oh, okay. Okay. When in doubt, Andy. Slam Andy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Nicole. I can't do it. If Brian was up on panel, he could do it. <laughs> he does the beatboxing. You gotta wonder what freaky ever means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. That's gonna make me. Okay, we're gonna shut that off right now. <laughs> Now you just ruined it for me, Andy, saying, ooh, it felt so good. <laughs> Telling you, you guys. Are you going to talk over there or what? You know? I'm waiting for you to start the goddamn show. <laughs> you should have seen him. I'm sitting out on the chair. He grabs my Pepsi <laughs> off the counter and he's like, as he's walking towards our office. And I'm like, are you trying to get me to go in there? <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's 10 minutes before the show is supposed to start, you know? I know she did. <laughs> <laughs> Freaky. It, I does too, Andy. You know how some folks are shocked to hear what comes out of their mouth? I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there goes the slap button. Andy Welcome back, Blue. Welcome back. <laughs> I did too. For you. <laughs> Thank you, Blue, for the ice cream. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. See, when she says I, and then she says we, I think she got a mouse in her pocket over there. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I'm not, because I'm not corrupting my show. It's already corrupted. Me and Andy are here. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. We got a new Thank piece. you, Nicole. Thank you so much, Nicole, for the limons. Freaky Geek said we got a new fuse box put in this morning and had the understanding it would be all day job. So yay, here I am. 
Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. Welcome, buddy. How are you? Hey, he wants to gamble it all, Andy. <laughs> He's like, let's just do this. That's how I am when I'm trying to get out of poker. I get bored with playing poker. And so I'll just start betting and I'll win. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> you have to realize that you can get a walk away from the table when you go back and you got all them chips still. I know, but it just I just want to lose them all and say, screw it. <laughs> I'll bet like I'm, you know, having a four and a five. <laughs> well, no, that's a safe bet. That's an open-ended straight. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Right? That's not my fault. Okay, I found out the job is ending here next week, but have an interview this weekend for your site supervisor job. Cool, Jim. Oh, wow. Well, hey. Good vibes to you that you get it. Absolutely. <laughs> Freaky Shadow, you should never play poke her. You should poke him. <laughs> should I have a long stick and start poking at him every time? <laughs> Sorry, they got rocks over here. <laughs> <laughs> They're good size rocks too. Right. Well, I got some I can I can use these as throwing stars. By the time she picked one up, I already knocked her out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to read that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. I tell you. I know. Someday I'm going to have to do that, Nicole. Well, Jimmy, damn sure do deserve a promotion. Hell hey. yeah. Hey, Heaven's Son. Hey, Heaven's Son. How are you? Oh, trouble's back. <laughs> welcome, welcome. And it's funny, Jim, because, you know, I'm waiting for the same thing I find out today. <laughs> if I get promoted and, and get a raise. Yeah. So we'll see how he... X tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, today's show we're talking today is Transformation Tuesdays. So we are talking self-love and today's topic of that is self-doubt. How to overcome self-doubt so you can achieve your goals. So welcome, everybody, to the Shadows of the Moon show with a little bit of chaos thrown in there. Because Lord knows, well, actually, we know there's a lot of chaos thrown in there. <laughs> we all know that. And, of course, thank you so much for all my podcasters that are listening. I haven't, I have to upload Monday's show because YouTube wasn't done processing it. So I couldn't download it to upload it. Yeah, we're going to blame you two. I am. I am going to blame YouTube. So hopefully after today's show, I can upload Monday's show and then upload today's show. Yeah, I bet you that would have been a messed up April Fool's, uh, Jim. 
I guess that's when he found all that out was on April 1st. Oh, God. Yes, Elizabeth, I see you step in. I said trouble's here. Trouble's back. <laughs> <laughs> but Good kind of trouble, though. Good kind of trouble. Right. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, so we're talking about overcoming self-doubt to achieve your goals. And there's a great pro proverb that says, if doubt is challenging you and you do not act, doubts will grow. Challenge the doubts with actions and you will grow. So what are you trying to say, Freaky? <laughs> <laughs> How to overcome self doubt. Make a decision, carry it out, and then forget about it. It's remembering things in hindsight, which always cause problems. That's so true. That is very, very true. So at one point or another, we've all experienced self-doubt. We all have. It's just what we do, us lovely humans. <laughs> So you know those times when things suddenly don't go as planned, when life swings a curveball, when you're expecting a fastball? Yeah, those are the times we are faced with uncertainty and where you struggle to see the light at the end of the tunnel. That, of course, is when criti the critical voice creeps in and we begin to doubt ourselves, our abilities, and, of course, subsequently our self-confidence dwindles down to the deep dark abyss. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Crystal. How you doing? Yes, these can certainly be challenging times, but not only are we faced with this tremendous setback, we also now feel quite incapable of getting through it. Why are we this way? Why do we continue to doubt ourselves when we when things don't go as planned or when they suddenly turn a turn to un the unexpected or an unwelcome direction. The evolution of self-doubt is each individual's life isn't something that follows the same straight path. Everyone is different and the result, we all come to this place of self-doubt in a variety of ways. In general terms, self-doubt often stems from the fear of uncertainty. We just don't know what's coming up on the horizon or what the next step will be. This creates uncertainty and uncertainty breeds fear and hesitation. As a result, we begin to doubt ourselves and our critical voice goes into overdrive. We all do it. We all do it, you know. And of course, experiencing uncertainty is simply a natural part of life. It's natural. It's what happens every day. Freaky geeks lurking. Oh, Crystal, you better hurry, darling. Oh, Crystal, not good. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Heather, for the lemon. She was just waiting for us to go live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> However, where there is uncertainty, there's also doubt. And where there is doubt, there is hesitation. Subsequently, yeah, we refrain, refrain from taking actions we know we must take in order to achieve a desired goal or objective. Excuse me. However, why is it that we fall into this uncertainty trap? 
why we suffer from self-doubt. Uncertainty is a state of mind, right? First of all, it's important to note that uncertainty is essentially a state of mind. Yes, it exists, but it only exists to the level you feel you're unable to control yourself and or the situation you're dealing with. Therefore, the more control you are able to convince yourself that you have at any given moment in time, the less certainty you will experience. The less uncertainty, sorry. However, this can be challenging for many of us because past memories and experiences They go all the way back to they go all the way back to childhood. In the past, people might have criticized you or doubted you in various situations. And all this criticism has shaped how you feel and what you believe about yourself and about the ability to perform under various conditions. As a re- result, you may very well have a set of limiting beliefs that are currently driving your behavior. Moreover, these beliefs may now manifest as fear, ranging from fear of failure to fear of criticism. As such, this creates hesitation in your mind and results in a lack of self-confidence when dealing with the various situations. You don't have to have self-confidence or And you just don't have the self-confidence you need to handle yourself in various situations. Given your past experiences and given the fact that people have criticized or doubt you before, this naturally creates hesitation when uncertainty sits in the horizon. All these self-limiting beliefs flood your subconscious mind and in the result, you choose instead to scurry back into your comfort zone rather than make a bold move to go after what you want most. And I'm guilty of it. You you are more forward when it comes to getting what you, not getting what you want, but going after something. I had the mindset of, if I'm good, like a job, if I'm going in for a job, I'm walking out with the job. Exactly. See, he has that mindset where when I have a job interview, I'm freaking freaking out. <laughs> you know? I am really freaking out and I get all nervous and the anxiety kicks in. You know, I mean, I had my last, not my last employer, but when I worked at Kmart and I went for that job interview, my boss, the one who hired me, he's like, you can relax now. You got the job. You know what I mean? Like he saw, he knew how nervous I was. He knew I was right for the job, but yet he saw how nervous I was. I hate interviews. I hate interviews with a passion. You know, but remember, your interpretation matters. Essentially, we are nothing more than a biological organism made up of past experiences and memories. These past experiences and memories either uplift us or they deter us in the present moment. It's kind of like what we talked about before. You know, you are in the moment now. So how you react in the moment right now as things are happening, it, you determine whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Jim, that's a good sign. If the manager wants to sit and meet with you for coffee. Yeah. That's always a good sign. Definitely. 
So they can either help us successfully get through the situation or they can hinder our progress. However, what's important to note here is that it's not the actual experience or memories that matter. It's rather your, your interpretation of those memories that makes a world of difference. You might have failed at something in the past, and yes, other people may have criticized you. However, what is holding you back in the present moment isn't what happened, but, what, but rather your interpretation of what happened. And if you are less self-confidence or whatnot about yourself, it could totally misguide your interpretation of what happened. Given this, let's safely assume that your interpretation of those events and circumstances is what's creating your self-doubt. Therefore, if you take the time to interpret these memories in a new and more empowering way, then you'll immediately begin to feel better about yourself in current predicament. <laughs> They're messing with just Joe. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so, and always remember, the past doesn't equal the future. I tell, I've said this many times. You guys know. Um, it's important to note that whatever happened in the past won't necessarily transpire exactly the same way in the present moments. The past does not equal the future. In fact, every moment is a new moment. You are different in this moment than you were in the past. And as a result, you can therefore handle yourself in a more optimal way. The past doesn't equal the future unless, of course, you allow it to be that way. And that's typical on anything. I mean, you have to know that you are in charge of your life. I know it's hard and I know it's easier said than done. But it's so true. It's so true. Finally, when it comes to self-doubt, it's important to remember that it's all about perspective. When hey, you, Spitfire. Hey, Spitfire Dragon. How are you? Welcome. When you have a limited perspective on the situation, then self-doubt will always creep in. However, when you expand your perspective and understanding of the situation, then you have more information and variables to work with and can therefore move forward with more self-confidence. It's no secret that successful people successfully manage high levels of risk, fear, discomfort, and doubt on, on a consistent basis. They do. It's just theirs is at a higher level than ours are if there you get a high end level businessman he's putting a lot of risk out there but he doesn't look like he's worried about it right but i'm sure he's sweating it out just like we do never let him see you sweat that's right never let him see you sweat <coughs> but you know at home he's worrying about it of course you know so when they're you know doing high levels of risk fear and discomfort could this be the reason why they're successful in the first place? For everyone else who strives to be accomplished and successful in their own lives, they see self-doubt and uncertainty as something that they must avoid at all costs. 
for them, they must have the certainty. And I do that. I'm When it comes to stuff, there are so many shows that I wanted to do. But because it's, in my mind, it's not perfect. So I won't do it. Does that make sense? To everybody else, it might be a freaking great show. But to me, it wasn't perfect. So I'm not going to even try it. Andy says, I used to be able to physically outwork most people, but when it came to mental stress, it would really hit me hard. That's why I always preferred to bend my back rather than work my mind. That's understandable. That's totally understandable. I get that a lot. Yeah. It does make sense. You're right, Heather. So for them, they must have, certainly, they must have self-assurance they need in every situation in order to move forward successfully with confidence. However, unfortunately, that's hey, not... Dave. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Welcome. Unfortunately, that's not how life works. There are no guarantees, right? No matter what, there's no guarantees. But what is clear is that no matter what the situation you face, there's actually value in experiencing self-doubt, believe it or not. Yes, it's actually, if it's, it's, valuable if you see it in the right context. For starters, self-doubt alerts you to the presence of fear. Okay. And of course, there, where there is fear, there's also opportunity for growth and development, which lies outside the confines of your comfort zone. The only reason, you know, we experience that fear is because we don't like going outside our comfort zone. But we don't realize the expansion that can be made in that comfort zone, out of that comfort zone. Well, it took me a long time to understand where self-doubt comes from, though. And that starts at a very young age when you're told you can't do that. Right. You're not good enough to do that. You know, you haven't done this long enough to be able to do it. You're going to get hurt. And it just pounds you, you. That's where the fear part of it comes from. Right. Because you're afraid of that challenge. Right. So deep in your mind, you are convinced that you cannot do it. That's when you have to take your best step and prove to yourself, I can do this. Right. Believe in yourself. High example, when my father told me that I would never make it through the Marine Corps. Right. I did it just to prove him wrong. And look at what you proved yourself, too. I became a hell of a man. That's right. Secondly, self-doubt alerts you to the fact that you're lacking in something. For instance, you may lack resources, knowledge, or experience to get the job done. As such, all you effectively need to do is identify hey, smoke. what is it you need. Hey, Smoke, how you doing? And then go out there and acquire those resources, knowledge, or get that experience or support needed to subdue the self-doubt that you are currently experiencing. Nicole says, but we all have inner strength, even though we don't believe it. You're right. We do. And the reason why we don't believe it is because we've been told our, our whole life that we're not good enough to do it. But we're learning differently. Now. 
Yes. So fear, lack, and thirdly, self-doubt essentially helps you discourage compliancy. It's always fun when the journey is easygoing. However, there are things we may fall, fail to see problems on the horizon. Self-doubt makes us alert and aware of potential problems and pitfalls that may lie ahead. Hey, with, aliens. Hey, aliens. Um, with this un understanding in mind, we can better make better decisions on moving forward. So it kind of helps us, gives us that, oh, wait, this might happen, so let's... It's the planning in it. You know, this might happen, so let's plan if that does. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when I go to work at the the front desk, you know, my boss, Jason, always said, you know, expect the unexpected. Because in the hotel, it's, it's, it's a different atmosphere working in a hotel business because you don't know what the hell is going to happen. And... So always expect the unexpected. And I've done that. And my like job has been so much easier instead of worrying about what. You're not taken by surprise. Yeah, exactly. And even another. Um, oh, therefore, it, it's perfectly okay to doubt yourself when faced with uncertainty. It's not the doubt that will hinder you, but rather how you handle that self-doubt that makes the difference in the end. Another key advantage of the self-doubt is that it helps you gain clarity about what's most important or what's required to achieve the desired goal. You see, when you have doubts, you begin to think differently about your circumstances. This process of thinking allows you to see things that you normally would have missed if there was no doubt in your mind. Thank you, Dave, for the coffees. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dave. Hey, Shrimp Shack. Hey, Shrimp Shack. Hey, you know, Jim, and, and you know, turning, yeah, that's a good start to turn on the coffee pot. I, I gotta agree. Right, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I, I, I've gotten into a routine that when I wake up in the morning and I get up out of bed, the first the first words that come to my mind is, I got this. Mm -hmm. Have little affirmations like that. Yep. Exactly. That helps a lot. You know, even at our ages, as we're getting older, and I'm in a very physical job, it's, it's I'm not going to say, well, it's semi-demanding. Right. But just getting out of bed in the morning saying, I've got this. It just keeps me, gives me the strength to know I can make it through the day. Right, exactly, yeah. And that's the thing is, like, if we, uh, we've talked about that before. If you wake up and you're like, all right, I got this, whatever, you know, whatever your little affirmation is, it sets the tone for the day. Whether if you wake up crappy, you know, go, oh, man, here we go again. It makes that's, for a long day. It makes for a long day, exactly. Excuse me. Um, so when you think, you know, differently about your circumstances, how, when your doubts are there, you can kind of see what could go wrong, right? 
this process of thinking a lot thinking allows you to see things that you normally would have missed like i said as such you can potentially save yourself an ample amount of time by digital diligently <laughs> exploring your doubts and the resulting consequences before moving forward therefore your self-doubt becomes a caution mechanism that prevents you from making potential mistakes or less than optimal decisions on moving forward. And finally, it helps also to share your doubts with others. When you share what you're uncertain about with other people, they will likely provide you with a fresh and unique perspective on the situation. Not a lot of us do that. We don't share what worries us with other people. Because we're embarrassed. Right, exactly. Exactly. We don't want people to think that we're thinking that we're failures. Right. So as a result, you may be with sharing this, you might begin to see the situation in a new, more positive light, which can help you make more optimal decisions and moving forward. So given all this, it's certainly clear that self-doubt isn't such a bad thing after all. As long as you don't give in to your doubts and instead, instead use them to your advantage. And then you can most certainly make the most out of uncertain situations moving forward. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Nicole. What's up, Nubs? Hey, Nubs. Right, Jim? You probably will, too. <laughs> so let's break down nine, a nine-step process that you can use to get through these moments when self-doubt creeps up in your mind. And for all you drinkers out there, I'm sorry. I didn't know we were doing AA today. <laughs> the nine step, it's 12-step 12, 12 program. Oh, doing okay. nine steps. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Eddie's out of beer, so, you know. <laughs> it's a nine-step program now. No. Um, <laughs> I've already conquered three steps. We're done nine. <laughs> Step one, define your desired outcome. Okay. Your first objective is to define what you want to achieve. This essentially, this is essentially your desired outcome or goal. No so, beer for three days, Jim. So, so ask yourself, what is my goal? What specifically do I want to achieve? In addition to this, you need to gain some clarity about what specifically you are uncertain about. Okay, so ask yourself, what is it that I'm uncertain about? It's these little things we don't think about. Um, also ask, what specific doubts do I have about this? Write it down. Type it out. Get a... Thing that I got that drives me nuts half the time and that's speaking to the mic and it types it for you. I mean anything to help you, you know, put it down on paper. The more clarity you have about what you're doubtful about, the more certainty you will create moving forward through the remaining steps of this process. No, I'm not on a diet. No, I'm not ill. Jim, thank you for having one for me tonight. Um, well, different priorities came into perspective, so I got to put that before my alcohol. Okay. 
You cleaning the house, nubs? You can come help us. <laughs> if you get bored, that is, you know. <laughs> Hurry back, Andy. Hurry back, Andy. Yeah, write it down. That's, I mean, really, because it's, you read it back to yourself and you don't realize that you're like, oh, shit. Is this what I'm thinking? Step two, break down your psychological walls. Your next step is to break down the psychological walls that are preventing you from moving forward through your doubts. So take the time to ask yourself, why am I uncertain about this? What specifically triggered this uncertainty? I tell you guys this all the time, or I, I shouldn't say I tell you guys. I mean, I bring it up in conversation that find out about yourself. Go inward a little bit and really find out what your triggers are. What makes you upset? What, you know, the more you look into yourself, the more you know yourself, the easier it becomes to get through. Like, all right, I see. I know why I'm mad at that. To be aware of your emotions. It's the best thing in the world. Oh, my God. You remember the sign? <laughs> so write down again, what specifically triggered this uncertainty? Does this feeling make any sense at all? Why yes or why no? What if this uncertainty is only illusion that's of my own making? What if this, what if I was certain and confident about this? If you had, you know, think about things like that. If you were certain and confident about that moment, how would it be different? You wouldn't be worrying about it, right? You just move forward. Wouldn't even, you wouldn't even think about it. With certainty in mind, what actions could I take moving forward? Taking the time to answer these questions effectively helps you throw doubt on your doubts, thereby decreasing the level of uncertainty you feel in this situation. Yes, Nicole, a lot of people do. We still, yeah, use different masks to hide your doubts. Yeah. And that's just the thing. Is when we hide so much and we shouldn't have to. We should be truly who we are. Because let me tell you something. When you shed those masks, do you know how much weight gets lifted off your shoulders? And I mean mega weight. That's why I'm, I'm doing these little you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays things, because I want you guys to know how much weight is lifted off when we stop hiding who we are. Shrimp Shack, I might, I might pull them out this Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. We'll see how the week goes. I'm, I'm still the, uh, waiting to see about this job, and I got my schedule and everything will change, so I got to see what happens. Shrimp Jack wanted to know when I was going to pull my cards out again. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, instead of hiding your depression, 
you know, say, yeah, I live with depression. Face it on. Exactly. Let me tell you, I'm telling you right now, that was my biggest weight lifted off my shoulders is when I sit there, you know what? I have depression and anxiety. It's who I am. I can't do nothing about it. Instead of fighting it and hiding it all the time, do you know how much energy that takes? That's why a lot of people that are depressed and have anxiety are the strongest people in the world because we hold that, we hide that. Case in point, like I've told you before, when I get sick, right? When I get sick, like with bronchial pneumonia, that's usually what I get. <laughs> I cry all the time. I'm so emotional. Why is that? I asked my doctor, why is it why I'm crying all the time? He goes, because your body is fighting something. So therefore, it's taking that energy from you hiding your emotions all the time. It's one or the other. Fight or hide the emotions. Well, it's fighting the bronchial pneumonia, bronchial pneumonia, so it can't hide the emotions. Welcome back again, Andy. Welcome back. So, I mean, you know, and I do, I get very emotional. I remember having it when I was younger, when I had Taylor, just Taylor and Ryan, and you know, my mom called me and said, how you doing, honey? How you feeling? And I'm like, the kids don't care that I'm sick and I don't know what to do. <laughs> it, it, it took me a long time working with shadows for her to one day look at me and I asked her, I said, are you okay? And she said, no, no, I'm not. But this is part of me now. I realize that she, and she's learned to accept that that's part of who she is. That's a part she can't change. But it's a part she learned how to deal with. But it took me a long time for her to understand that. Yeah, it did. Well, it took me, what? This is my fourth year, no, third year of actually just being true me. Yep. So, how many years is that, 43? 43 years. It took me 43 fucking years to realize why am I doing this? <laughs> you know, Nicole, that's the worst thing to do. I, I'm, a, I'm a growing man. And I don't care if somebody sees me cry. That was a that's a hard one for me, but now you guys have seen me cry. Let me tell you, three years ago, you guys would have never seen me cry. I've been happy go lucky all the time, no problem. Right, honey? Yep. The only people that saw me cry was my inner, like not even my best friends have seen me cry. My ex-husband hasn't seen me cry. Eddie's seen me cry because I trust him. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean. The reason why people don't want to show their tears, they don't want to be judged. Yep. Showing tears does not mean you're weak. That's it right. actually shows that you're strong. Exactly. I still wonder myself every day, Shadows. <laughs> it takes a bigger person to cry than it does to hold it in. But a lot of it, I'm telling you right now, a lot of it is because you hide it so well. You hide it from everybody. And the thing with it is, is just accept it as being a part of you. And it... it a lot easier. 
a lot easier. Thanks, Dave. You rock too, man. You, you, you have a hell of a show, Dave. Aw, thank you, Dave. That means a lot. That really does. But see, and, and you guys are talking about that PTSD. You got to understand, I have it. And I have it to a pretty good uh, extent. Can I hide it from a lot of people? Absolutely. Does it affect me? Yep. Will I sit and cry sometimes? Shall I say, without a doubt. But again, it's something I, I learned to, to accept it's me. I don't let it rule me, but I have to believe I have it. I have to accept it. The more I try to fight it, the more it will hurt me. Yeah, and that's exactly it. You know, and, and really, that's totally it, too, is just accepting that it's a part of you. I, I don't know how to, like, I feel like I need to explain it a different way and I don't know how to because for me it was just like I told you guys you guys have heard this many times before sitting there going hit my hand on the table saying I'm sick of living like this know that it's okay allow yourself to be okay with yourself there's nothing wrong with you okay there's nothing wrong with you. You are exactly who you are meant to be. The, the biggest thing wrong with society today is we all let others yeah. decide who we are. Exactly. That's exactly it, too. We, we have to live to their expectations, and that's not how it should work. If you can't accept me for who I am and my faults, I don't need you in my life. That's right. Get pissed and get rid of those people. Get rid of those people. No, PTSD is not just a soldier thing. No, it's not. I have PTSD. I will too, Jim. I, I, I won't go absent. I'll go quiet. Yes, exactly, Andy. Trying to fight depression is like trying to swim against the flow of water. If you want to get to shore, swim to it. But don't try to reach a specific point. Anywhere on the shore is better. Right. Exactly. Oh, than being stuck in midstream fighting the flow all the time. And that's it. And that's it. You're exactly right, Andy. It was like when I finally realized that I don't have to fight this. It's just me. It was like, whew, I can breathe again. Yep. I can breathe again. You know, that's like being a paranormal investigator. If you know what you've seen, who the hell are other people to tell you what you've seen? You know it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about what other people are going to say. You know? It's just, you know, same with the UFO community. You know what you saw in the sky was not supposed to be in that sky. But yet, it, there it was. Who cares what other people think? And that's it. That's what it comes down to. You can't, you can't let people make you make your decision. What you've seen is what you've seen. Yeah. 
if they don't believe you, leave it at that and walk away. Yeah. Now, if they truly believe you and they want to talk about it, now you now it's that excitement comes out. Somebody believes in me. Yeah. So let's talk about how to overcome self-doubt. Number three, recall your prior accomplishments. I know this sounds stupid. Sometimes we feel awkward doing things like this, but it helps. I'm telling you, it helps. Now it's the time to raise that level of certainty up another notch. Within this step of process, you will recall any accomplishments that you have had in the past in this area of your life. The more details and specifics you are able to recall at this stage, the greater amount of certainty will you will effectively generate. Ask yourself, do I have a history of self-doubt in this area? Have I ever overcome self-doubt in this or related life area? Have I previously overcome the emotions I'm currently trying to work through? Because we forget all those little details until we start thinking about them. How did I accomplish these things? What specific steps did I take to accomplish these things and overcome my, my doubts? You know, we a lot of times, so how many times have we sat there telling yourself, we've been here before, we know how to do this. You know what I mean? I've yelled at myself a couple times for that. <laughs> you know, you know how to do this. You're just backing yourself up. How specifically did I gain more certainty at the time that allowed me to move forward? What empowering beliefs did I adopt? How did I tend to think about myself and the situation? How did I talk to myself? So, I mean... There's a lot of questions to ask yourself, but because the only reason you want to ask yourself these is because, like I said, we forget those little details. And then definitely study the patterns. What specific patterns in my behavior are evident here? Like if you have a certain pattern you will, once you start being aware of what emotions are coming through, once you start being aware of those, you're going to see patterns. I self-sabotage all the time. Patterns that you yourself can change. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I self-sabotage, and I've gotten a lot better at it. But it still happens. I see that pattern coming in. Hey, distracted. Hey, easily distracted. There you go. There you go. Yeah, good day. Be listening while ranking and wear signs. One shirt says I'm not lazy. I have lupus. Yeah. Not afraid. Exactly. I have it. I deal with it, my life will go on. Yep. Yeah, I mean, but even further than that, who cares what other people think? Don't. I mean, I say that a lot, and I know that's hard because I remember how it was. Nowadays, I don't care what people think. And I I've told this to you guys before. I don't know if it's whether 
it's because I've changed my attitude on things or I just gotten old and cranky. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, but is that what it is? <laughs> but something's changed because I used to have thin skin. Like, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I still take some things to heart and things bother me, but it more pisses me off more than hurts me. Do you know, does that make sense? Or both. Yeah. Yeah, because you used to take it personal. Yeah. And that's where the hurt part would come in. Right. Now you don't take it personal. What makes you mad is who gives you the right to judge me? Exactly. Yeah. All right, well, hurry back. Again, the, the greatest saying in the world, uh, well, one of the greatest saying in the world is, let me remember it. And it just went, my mind just went boop. Would you treat your best friend or let your best friend go through these emotions that you let yourself go through? You would sit there and try to reassure your best friend, right? That they're great peeps. Well, you're great peeps too. Yeah, instead of calling them negative people, Nicole, think of them, think of them as being toxic. Yes. They're poison. Thank you, Dave. You stop that now. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Thank you so much. We do appreciate it. And, and Jim, always remember that, that there's a, another saying too. Never let anger consume the vessel that contains you. In other words, don't hold on to that anger. The longer you hold on to that anger, the more damage you're doing to yourself. And they'll beat you every time. And that easily distracted in that. So I, I know it's hard in some places, but just you don't need those people. Toxic people are people that you can be around in the same room, never talk to them, but they draw the energy right out of you. Yeah, exactly. And you don't need that. Nobody needs that. But on the other hand, also, like, I <laughs> I put myself in other people's shoes too much sometimes. Um, I've done that throughout my whole life. But always look at why are they acting the way they are. Kind of feel sorry for some people because either A, they don't know how to react any other way. Because the way they were brought up, <coughs> or B, they're just, they're scared. A lot of it are scared emotion. Jealousy is a scared emotion. Anger is scared. Anger is a scared emotion. So once you start seeing that too, you're just like, I mean, yes, it's going to piss you off in the moment. Yes. That's, you know what I mean? It's going to be, it's, we're human. We react. But knowing what set you off of why you got pissed off, just being that aware is mind blowing. It's mind changing. Well, let me ask everybody, are you, when, when this show 
uh, ends for the day. Are you guys smiling when we end? I, I sure hope so. That wasn't asking for oh. a peanut gallery comment. Sorry. Let them make their own decision. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, right, Jim? Yeah, people get scared when I'm angry, too, because I very rarely get really angry. <laughs> no, I mean, the reason why I ask that, let's say you leave this show and, and you're smiling, and, you know, you, you feel wonderful. You just know now you just hung out with a bunch of people that aren't toxic. That's we right. all share the same thing. Nobody's trying to draw your energy. Everybody's trying to restore your energy. Yeah, okay, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because we're all like-minded people. So, yeah, exactly. And that was put perfectly. Nobody's, you know, sucking out your energy. You're just having fun. And that's a lot of it, too, is allowing ourselves to have fun and just talk. Be you. Be you. And that's, I, I hope that's what I bring to you, having you guys come to chat, is you're allowed to be you, no matter what. Wacky, weird, you know what I mean? So, I know, and Freaky, I was thinking the same thing when Jim says, I usually thirst for a cold beer after the show. Freaky says, blame Eddie for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> thanks, oh, Dave. thanks, Dave. <laughs> I'll send you extra Kleenex. I mean, please. I'm not gonna lie. After the show, me and Shadows, we go out to have a cigarette, and and we're both we're both flying high on the cloud. Definitely, you guys give us energy that is unbelievable. It is, Shrimp Shack. You are right. Social media is toxic. Can be. Depends on who you're around. Right. Who you associate yourself with. Exactly. What groups you're with. Well, that's a good thing. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Distracted. That's right. If you want to sing and dance wherever you're at, you're more than welcome to. That's what makes you you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but social media also, you know, I, I, I can't say. I notice bad things on Facebook. You know, to where I blocked on people. I, I. Or if I don't block them, I unfriend them unless they're, you know, sending me crude messages or something. Then I block them. But it also brings families together. Like there's family members I haven't talked to in so long that means so much to me. Or friends. How many, like my friend Tina, I hadn't talked to her in years and I always searched. But there, she's got a very normal, like, last name. So it's very hard to search for somebody with that last name. And so, you know, when we finally found each other, it was freaking awesome. That's what we shoot for, for Nicole. Nicole says here and in Eddie's lives, we can detox. Yeah, definitely. So always be aware of your uh, emotions. And ask yourself, you can ask yourself in your head or out loud, who cares? Why am I feeling this way? What triggered me? 
It's, don't, and don't let stupidity get to you. I, because if you let stupidity get to you, you will stay mad all day, every day. <laughs> and you're right, easily distracted. If you avoid the drama and politics, you have fun on social media. Exactly. We really get out of it, too. Again, again, it's how you perceive the moment. What we'll have to do is we'll have to create a thumbnail for Freaky. And Freaky can come up on panel. That way nobody can still see who he is. But he can talk. <laughs> he wouldn't even do that. Because he'd get scared that he'd hit the button or something. And... <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know how it is. So it's, it's very, when answering these questions, though... <laughs> It's very important to be very specific while answering these, okay? Specifics will help you better identify the patterns and behavior that help you overcome self-doubt. And I just scrolled up way too far. Oops. Oh, no, I didn't. I lied. You can then just use these patterns to outline a plan of action moving forward in the present moment. Step four. Gain some clarity. And <laughs> be the State Farm witness protection all over again. <laughs> Freaky's like, I chat more than I talk. <laughs> so, number four, like I said, gain some clarity. It's time to now for to gain some clarity about what specifically might be required for you to acquire the certainty that you need to help uh, moved you forward with self-confidence because of course self-confidence is a big part of it as well so ask yourself what oh, is what the fuck? I know that was to you lying I know <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> so ask yourself what is required for me to gain certainty in this area so it's baby steps you know the baby steps Figure out what is lacking that makes you feel so, you know, have that non-self-confidence. As you're taking the baby steps, build that foundation underneath each right. foot. Exactly. And each foundation you lay down, make it a little higher than the next one. So that way you're walking upwards, not down or, or straight forward. What do they teach you how to walk in the military? One how, foot how, no, how do you walk? But, uh, than the other people. You stand upright. You stand proud. Yeah, chest out. Stand proud. You know when Eddie's walking down the street because his chest is poofed. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's it, not. It's, no, it's not like not that. Not a bodybuilder. I'm gonna kick your ass kind of walk. <laughs> he just walks with pride because they teach you guys. Yes, Nicole. Missy lied down and went to sleep. <laughs> And Nicole, I, I swear, Freaky Geek and Andy are getting on the same wavelength. Freaky said, Nicole, every time she goes to bed, she's to sleep, she lies. <laughs> yes, you see Eddie's moves before you see him. It's <laughs> exactly right, Jim. He sticks those moves out. Don't look down to see where your feet are heading. Yep. Look at your destination in front of you. That's right. And that's a, that, and Nicole, that's a step in the, in the right direction every day. I survived another day. Yep. 
You know what saved my life from me trying to leave this world again? Your kids? Well, that. But I kept telling myself, just see what tomorrow brings. And I swear to God, just see what tomorrow brings. And usually it's a tenfold better than that day. Do you know what I mean? So that little statement right there saved my life many, many times. Not anymore, because I really don't have those thoughts anymore. But. They always used to yell at us, Jim, tell us, keep your eyes on the prize. Prize ain't going to be on the ground. That's right. So. In gaining some clarity, ask yourself, what support may I need from other people? If you have to go find some knowledge from other people, why go find some knowledge from other people? Search it on YouTube or Google. That's what I do. Hey, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what knowledge or skills must I potentially acquire? If you've got a goal set that you, you know you're not, you know, you'd be good at, you know you'd be good at it, but you might not have the skills down packed. Hey, you have. Hey, Aurora Witch, how are you? Amora Witch. That why I don't I... know what the hell you just said, but I don't know either. <laughs> how you doing, on welcome? So what? So what knowledge or skills must I potentially acquire? So go look at, research it. Research what you're looking for. That way, you're already one step ahead of the game. What firsthand experience would be, would be valuable to gain in this situation? How much I shift, or how must I shift, how I think about this situation to help me see more optimal and helpful way? That's exactly what she said, Andy. In your left eye, your little deep in your left eye. Hurry back, Freaky. No, you, you, you read her just right. Yep. <laughs> the more of these items you're able to check off your list, the greater amount of certainty you will gain about your predicament and moving forward. So those little things we all know. We all know. We just don't do. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know that if I write a list, it'll help me get through what I need to get through. But do I do it? No. I have a notebook sitting here, and I know there's an outline that I want to draw out. Have I done it yet? No, because I feel like in my mind I need to research more. Not only that, the fear also lies there. If I make this list and I don't complete it, I failed. Right, exactly. Yeah. But you don't fail because you've already moved forward. You already started winning by writing a list. Exactly. It's the things that we know we should do. We just don't. And I think that needs to turn around. I think we do need to do it. In fact, certainty could just be a phone call away. Gain the support and guidance of the right person. And they could be very well help put this uncertain situation you're dealing with in this proper context. Especially when it comes to me, now mind you, I have I've been diagnosed with major depression. So I'm one of them people that turn uh, a mountain out of a molehill. Like one little thing will be like, 
and my world type of shit. <laughs> and Eddie will look at me and go, no, we got this. We can get through it. Reassuring me. You know, it's very rare that I come out with something that I'm scared of. But when I do, yes, I used to do that. I reward myself from time to time taking baby steps. For like example, I treat myself to a nice snack. When you see me playing games, I'm usually, unless it's with Ryan, because Ryan says, hey, you want to play a game? I'm usually there. But if I'm playing in a game, you know, for myself, I'm re rewarding myself for something. And, Little tidbit. And you're right. <laughs> you don't have to write it on paper. You can write it in your mind. I would say, yeah, that's that's fine, but it's more solid. It's just like speaking something out loud. Confirmation. Yeah. But see, there's an old saying that I grew up with, and I know Jin's heard this one, and, and most of you probably have too. Once you've begun, you're half done. Yeah. The hardest part is starting. It's starting, yes, definitely. I agree. I'm not reading that. I saw the name and I was just meh. <laughs> it, it took Misty a long time to fully trust me that I was there for her. It's not easy when you go through something as long as you have on your own. Yeah. To realize that, wait a minute, I can't fall anymore because he's got me. Yeah. My biggest overcome thing that I've overcome is, you know, I did the whole not worrying about other what other people are going to say. And the reason I say that, and that's why my one of my core values is integrity. That's why I always, always am myself around you guys, because integrity means a lot to me. Okay. And not worrying about what other people say anymore stems from like you guys have heard it before, you know, when words that you use are held against you, something that shouldn't even be held against you, but it's done for so long, you learn not to say anything to anybody, right? That's what it's all. That's why I'm saying don't let anybody stop you from being you. With that happening, they had control over me. They controlled me like a puppet because I wouldn't speak my truth. Does that make sense? In, in fact, I, I, I'm, I'm, I gotta admit, I'm the same way you are. Yeah. Um, Shadow's trying to convince me a while back. You know, she's like, you have a good time. She says, won't you have your own show? No, no, I can't do that. There's no way I can do that. And then one day I asked her, I said, so how do I set up a channel? And she looked at me. She showed me how to do it. And she goes, well, what's your name going to be? And I was like, I don't know. You know, I didn't know I had to pick a name, you know. <laughs> And somehow, like he's brand new, like he hasn't even, yeah, brand new to no YouTube. And somehow chaos came up in the conversation and was like, all right, 
So when it came time for me to do my first live, I was terrified. Shout out to tell you, I was scared to death. But I got through that first show and it just got easier and easier. And now I don't even get nervous. Because they all you guys. That's it. I know that you guys ain't judgmental. I know we're going to have a good time. Yeah, exactly. That's like if you go to my Missy396 account and look at the very first video on there. It, it explains that that was around the time of my transformation of not caring what anybody said. Her mother, and that's exactly why one of the reasons I started this YouTube channel was because I wasn't I to push myself to start talking. Thank you, Nicole. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> But that first step, kudos to you. Kudos to you for taking that first step going live. That's awesome. But I agree. I had to be ready. Yep. Yeah. Oh, now let me tell you, yeah, I wanted to go live for years. I mean, I'm a gamer, right? I'm not a good gamer, <laughs> but I love gaming, and I wanted to go live for years. Ask Ryan. If Mr. Mixter comes in, at, or now he's... He's not Mr. Minster anymore. He's I'm trash 2270 or something. I don't know. <laughs> Thank Some you, weird. Nicole. Thank you, Nicole, for the lemons. Um, if you ask him, we've talked about it for years of me going live, but I just wouldn't. Much love back to you too, Empath. Definitely. Definitely. We all love you. I mean, each and every one of you means so much to us. Y'all carry a special slap my, slap my, Why do I got to slap myself twice? Why do... Oh, wait a minute. What did I miss? Apparently, I missed it, too. Oh, Nicole, you got... I'm not, I'm not slapping Nicole. See, I'm not a WoW fan. Well, I am a WoW fan, but I'm not a player. I'm more Hearthstone girl. You know, Jim. Who cares, Jim? And that's why you have mods. That's right. Um, I know Dave's here. Dave works. And I know he's still here. And Dave will tell you last night, the <laughs> mods that, he had in his room last night, he had, he had some trolls in there. But the mods, we were quick to knock them out. Thank you, Nicole, for the diamond. I didn't even hear it. I heard it. It went, wow. It's made by the same people that made uh, World of Warcraft. Amara Witch. But Doris will tell you, the, the, the mods that were there last night, the minute the troll could even say anything, he was removed, and they didn't stand the chance. That's what I love about micro mods. Each and every one of you know... You know how I am. You know what I like, what I don't like. And and you guys, each of you play an important role in my you, mod You team. know how much we'll tolerate. <laughs> oh, it, it was a pleasure, Dave. I mean, the guy wanted to be stupid and come back in with the, the same last name as Motorboat. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... Really, each and every one of you play a different role, and I love it, and I couldn't ask for a better mod team. Welcome back, Heather. 
But like I said, every single one of you has had a special attribute about you. What's W-O-T, Jim? I, isn't that something? I think because my computer wouldn't handle war, um, World of space. Warcraft. Yeah, I think that's why I just never got into it. Hey, game. Alan. Hey, Alan. Welcome. Uh, it, it was motorboat being a motor mouth, Andy. Hey, Scoop. Hey, Scoop. World of Tanks. Is that where... Is that the game that Brian used to play? Where you're a ta you're an actual tank. You're not a guy in a tank. You're the actual tank. I don't know. Maybe not. I'm not sure. I can't remember. He used to love that game. Whatever that game was, I can't remember. All right, getting back because it is eleven eighteen. Oh no! And we're on step five. <laughs> well, ain't that, that? There's only nine steps. True, but there's always talking after. You know. And there's always talking during. So what? <laughs> no, I know. I have no problem with that. I love it. That's why I love doing these. <laughs> Number five, anticipate obstacles and opportunities. Every meaningful goal we pursue will be riddled with obstacles that will raise doubt in the first place. That's just always going to happen. Murphy's Law, man. We just, we know. Welcome back, Freaky. Welcome back, Freaky. However, the good thing about obstacles is that they're, they're solvable. Every single one of them. And if you can identify them in advance, then this will help you successfully prepare for them before they arrive. As a result, you'll have more self-confidence and certainly you'll move forward. What, uh, so ask yourself, what obstacles could I face along this journey? What's the worst case scenario that could transpire? How will I deal with these dilemmas when they arise? Now that we have some clar clarity about potential obstacles you'll face, let's take a look at what your opportunities will look like. So ask yourself, what opportunity, what do opportunities look like? like going, open door. going for this goal. How and where will I find them? That's up to you. Yeah, good, good answer. Wow, listen to him. Mr. Philosopher. <laughs> Mr. Philosopher. Get them done. <laughs> it's important to recognize that obstacles and uncertainty that comes with them can also present you with tremendous opportunities. Hurry back, Nicole. Hurry back. However, in order to recognize these opportunities, it's important to understand what they look like. If you don't quite understand what these opportunities look like, then you'll be able, you will unable to take advantage of them when they arise. So it's a, why that's why we're asking, you know, what opportunities could come from this? Because you might be so wrapped up in your work that you don't realize, oh, crap, I could advance. And I didn't even think about that, you know. Hence taking the opportunity. I had the GM spot opened up and I applied. There exactly. was an opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> Process for eliminating self-doubt. Step six, create a plan of action. Welcome back, Jim. Welcome back, Jim. Having gone through all the prior steps of this process, you should now have a huge oversupply of certainty behind you. It is therefore, therefore time to draw up a step-by-step -step plan of action. And this, of course, is an important step because having a plan in place means that you understand what is required of you at each step of the process. So ask yourself what's required to get 
to my desired outcome? What's the first step I must take? What's the next step and the next? So like you said, the baby steps with the foundation. Little at a time, you build upward. Right. Do, however, bear in mind that your plans will not always go as scripted, because Murphy's right around that corner. (laughs) You could end up with being channeled in a completely different direction. If you expect that this is possibility and can put you can put in contingency plans in place, then you'll be, you'll not succumb to your doubts. However, if you ignore your this possibility, then you'll be, when things don't go as expected, your doubts could potentially sabotage your process. So you definitely want to sit down and, you know. Well, that's like the, the position I'm in. Uh, I did not walk in to this interview yesterday saying, damn it, I'm not going to get the job. I walked in there with the, with the right frame of mind saying that the job's mine. But I've also come to realize that there's a chance it might not be. But I can't let it bother me because I made that attempt to take it. And what did we do? We sat down and looked at the, if, if that didn't happen, this is going to happen. That's right. Uh, generally... If I can't become the general merchandise manager and the other person gets it, the opportunity is still there for me to become the assistant grocery manager. So either direction, I'm getting promoted. One's just a couple more dollars than the other, period. But I will still move forward. So exactly, you'll still move forward. And that's a situation that somebody could have said, oh, I won't won't get this job. Or if I don't get this job, what's going to happen? Don't look at it that way. Look at the opportunities that could arise from what. What's my favorite saying? When something bad goes happen, that wasn't meant to be. Yep. Something bigger is coming. Yep. I I've always said that. He's my witness. So the contingency plan was set there for me when I applied for the general merchandise manager position. The plan was already set because I knew who my competition was and I knew if the competition beat me, it still opened up that platform for me. Right. So I might slide back, but I don't, I'm only going to slide back one step. Welcome back. Nicole. Instead of three. Right. Exactly. And it does help if something goes wrong for you. Yep. Exactly. You just have more time for fishing, right, Andy? That's what I'm saying. I mean, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have big changes coming through. Yep. And I can't say what it is right now. Not just yet. Not just yet, but you guys, you'll definitely know. <laughs> um, you'll know in a good way and you also know in a bad way. But we're we're totally stoked about it. We're excited, and um, it's definitely a good thing. Just have to adjust some things, which isn't bad at all. I'll take the adjustment. All right, we're on step what? Six. Seven. Seven. 
No, we're not having babies. No, Andy. Shut no, up. I was Nicole. Oh, Nicole. I have to slap you for that, Nicole. Oh, actually, no. That slap was for Andy because he's the one that started all that all the time. But he hasn't said it in a while. No, but. <laughs> no, it's not us having babies. <laughs> and just for that, I think Fluky should have cookies. <laughs> so all those slaps were for you, Andy. Sorry, but you're the one that started it. <laughs> it's the Dorothy's engines. <laughs> She just cussed me out. Does <laughs> <laughs> that seem low? A little bit, but. So, right. yeah. Step seven. Step seven. Develop a burning desire. That Have heartburn. Shut up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have a plan of action in place. Um, having a plan and action in place may not be enough to nullify all your doubts. In such instances, it's important to back that plan up with a burning desire that will keep you moving forward despite your doubts. I do that all the time. I tell you guys all the time that I go to bed thinking about what I'm going to do in the morning and I get excited for it. You know what I mean? What's the matter? Freaky sits somewhere behind me. It looks like it's leaning up against the wall. Right, nothing, nothing that I can physically see. Hey, Circle. Hey, Paranormal Circle. How are you, hon? Welcome. But yeah, nothing I can physically see leaning up against the wall. <laughs> Andy says, I always start shit, Missy. That is why I have a wooden spoon for an arm. <laughs> the, door. the door. Something leaning against the door? Oh, there's nothing leaning against the door. Well, nothing physical that you can see. Oh. So all this, of course, you know, when it comes to desire, <laughs> no wonder you don't sleep so well, Missy. I go to bed thinking of how long till I nod off and enter the state of legal bliss. <laughs> we didn't say illegal bliss. <laughs> No worries, Scoots. Uh, the reason why it might look tilted, freaky, is because of how the green screen is. It might give that effect that the door's tilted. Oh, probably. Okay. Okay. So, having that desire for... Um, all this, of course, goes back to the pain and pleasure principle. Shut up, Andy. Um... You must generate enough pain to push you forward and enough pleasure to pull you forward through the toughest times. Let's shut up, Andy. <laughs> Let's take a look at the losses you're likely to face if you fail to follow through with the plan of action. Ask yourself, what do I stand to lose if I don't follow through with my plan of action? How will that make me feel? Now build several compelling reasons to help you move forward. Ask yourself, 
Why is achieving this goal important for me? What do I stand to gain if I follow through with this action plan? And how will the results I derive from this improve my life and circumstance? The higher level of pain and pleasure you're able to generate in both instances, the more motivation you will have moving forward. And therefore, less likely your doubts are to influence your choices, decisions, and actions. But we got it this way too. What will you lose if you don't take that chance? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Definitely. You're the best round. Damn it. <laughs> you guys all got to remember that. Step eight. Take decisive action. It's now time to take the decisive action moving forward toward your goal. This decisive action must be backed by unwavering commitment that you will do whatever it takes to keep pursuing or keep persisting up until the moment you're holding your goal firmly in your hands. And it's exactly this unwavering commitment that will help you to move forward with a greater sense of self-confidence when dealing with uncertainty. Your biggest challenge while you're in pursuit of your goal will, of course, come in the form of negative self-talk. For instance, you might tell yourself, I'll never succeed. I might as well quit. This is just too hard. I'm not sure about this, or I'm not good enough. We all do it. It's, of course, natural for us to have these kind of thoughts when we're facing uncertain future. Even with all your all the work that you put into each of these steps, there still could very well be some uncertainty, uncertainty along your journey. You are therefore likely to experience lapses when you in when you begin doubting yourself. That's okay as long as you quickly recognize that these moments for what they are, bumps in the roads. These bumps are temporary as long as you don't indulge them for too long. When you do experience one of these little bumps, just refocus yourself and get back on track. Accept it for what it is, the fact that you're an imperfect human being, which we all are. Okay? You will make mistakes and you will go through these lapses. That's just a part of life. The key is to learning to control your language patterns and to refocus and recommit yourself to the journey that lies ahead. The journey towards your goal will likely not be easy. And that's the whole point. We only grow when we're facing adversity. When dealing with uncertainty, that's when we grow. Because we push ourselves and then we're like, I did that? Well, I wonder if I could do this. Within here lies an opportunity to, to learn and adapt moving forward. In fact, it is your biggest opportunity because every obstacle overcome just adds to your memory bank of successful accomplishments that you can refer back to at a later time to help you overcome future challenges. 
Do you know what everybody's biggest fault is? Hmm. Procrastination. That's my biggest. <laughs> you ain't got to tell Eddie that twice. Oh, oh, she procrastinates about procrastinating. Like I said. Told people that I need a cigarette to have a cigarette. And it's never too late or you think you're too old that you can't do it no more. Well, Andy, did you have, give the boy Andy had trouble trying to say thanks. I, I don't know what the hell he was typing there the first two times. <laughs> We're not talking about crafting. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, procrastination is a big thing. Life is like your heartbeat and monitor, ups and downs. Only in death does it level out. But by then, it's too late to enjoy your life. That is true, Andy. Yes. That is true, Andy. You know what everybody's biggest problem is? They all have a memory. Without it, you can only look forward and in the, in the now. That is true. That is true. Yes. Yeah, that's everybody's problem, too. Oh, look, a squirrel. But see, you were talking about them, them bumps. Little bumps in a row. Yep. Let's procrastinate about it. Now it's become a mound. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. I only procrastinate when Shadows says, can you go to the post office? My fuck. <laughs> Just Tim, but you're having fun doing that. That's fine. I'm actually going to be talking a little bit more about the Dutch way of living because it's fascinating. There you go. One more step to go. Yes, that helps too, Scoop, listening to podcasts or music. Yes. Procasta what? Procasta what? You never follow your own advice, Andy. And nobody ever does. The, yeah, nobody ever does. No, not clog dancing. <laughs> Although I used to have a favorite pair of clogs. <laughs> not that type of clogs. I, did, I wasn't a clogger. No. <laughs> but I think every girl had clogs in the 80s, didn't they? How the hell do I know? Why are you looking at me? I don't know. You had sisters. <laughs> Did they have clogs? I don't fucking pay attention to Do you to know my what sister. clogs are? I never paid attention to my sister's feet. <laughs> Maybe I was the only one. I loved my clogs. Yes. See, Amora Witch is with me. <laughs> clogs were a thing back in the 80s. <laughs> in the 80s and 90s yes thank you Amora Witch <laughs> that's true Alice in Wonderland says I, I Alice in Wonderland is a good freaking I'm telling you wooden shoes are loud yes see now she's procrastinating on step nine and they're going to get mad if we go past noon 
And it's going to be her fault that we didn't get all the way through nine steps. Yes, and clog boots too. Yes. <laughs> I didn't have clog boots, but I had clogs. I do remember them. Yes. <laughs> and that is not true. Maybe it is. Well, all right. Step nine. <laughs> Celebrate your success. The final step of this process is to celebrate your success. I don't mean necessarily to only celebrate once you've accomplished your goal. No. Oh, what the fuck? I know. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> celebrate also along your journey as you reach specific checkpoints and hit milestones you've never accomplished before. It's a big thing. You might not think it's a big deal at that point in time, but it is. In the end, when you look back at all your accomplishments, you'll probably think more fondly about the journey rather than the destination. Why? Because it's along your journey where the growth and development happens. It's where all the fun was. Right. Each obstacle overcome is an accomplishment in itself. We don't give ourselves credit for what we do. Start giving yourself credit for what you do. In fact, it's something you can take away with you for the rest of your life and apply it to other situations. And that's why it's always the journey that matters above all else. Some further suggestions to overcome self-doubt is no matter how thoroughly we prepare for the journey that lies ahead, there will always be unexpected problems and obstacles that can lay the seeds of doubt in our mind. These things are simply part of a hero's journey. It's the part of your journey. But even though they're, in, they're in a, inevitable, this doesn't mean that we cannot mentally prepare for these moments in advance. And the great thing about this preparation is that you don't need to know what's coming up next. You need to be mentally ready to handle yourself during challenging circumstances. That's all. Optimize your mind to embrace uncertainty. Again, like I said, when Jason said, expect the unexpected. That's what I went to work, expecting that, that anything can happen. Anything can happen. I might not have any reservations coming in for that day, but yet I might get 20 people walk in. You know what I mean? Expect the unexpected. Never go in and look at the computer and there's no reservations and say, oh, oh it's going to be a dead it's day. It's going to be an easy day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know what's going to happen? Them 20 people are going to come in. <laughs> yeah, a bus will pull in. <laughs> I'm telling you. So optimize your mindset to embrace uncertainty. It's not the challenges you face, but rather the mindset you bring to each challenge that makes all the difference in the end. Typically, people who successfully handle Adversity and overcome self-doubt are optimistic, passionate, courageous, persistent, curious, and their actions are backed up by faith. What are you guys? I noticed a lot of you guys are optimistic, you're passionate, you're courageous, you're persistent. What's I tell you? You have all those qualities. You can do whatever you want to do. Exactly. The only thing stopping you is you. Yep. Faith is at the backbone of all your actions because it's the one thing that keeps them moving forward when they 
you experience self-doubt, the faith in yourself. So these people that have faith, if they do experience self-doubt, everybody, no matter how successful they are, experiences a little self-doubt, no matter what. However, it's their faith in the ability to pull through any situation that helps them get through any challenge. Reba Amora says you need both lemons and strawberries to exist. And it makes a good smoothie in the end. Remember to give yourself a shoulder clap. It gives inner light to spread. That's right. You're exactly right. What have we talked about before? Right? I, I think I got what she was saying. I think it's inner light, freaky. What have we talked about before? And we've said it many times, right? And it depends on what your faith is. But afterlife, at least my the afterlife I experienced was loving everything, but being it was boring because everything you wanted was right there for you, right? So we come down here to live a life that gives us bumps in the roads, gives us this, gives us this, because it's we're all experiencing things. Because um, when we have everything, it's, it's boring. That's why a lot of rich kids get in trouble. Because they're bored. They're bored. Anybody can see that. Okay? So we come they, down they never here. never had to take a chance to get what they have. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So we live this life to have these experiences. Right? We like having these experiences, even though we don't like going through them at the time. Our soul loves it because it's learning something new. Yep. Your soul becomes stronger. Exactly. So that's what this is all about. This is why you, you're you supposed to love life no matter what throw, it, things get thrown at you. Yes, we can hate the circumstances. But most of the time we can't control it anyway. So we have to go with the flow. You're right, Andy. Sometimes I wonder if a lot of today's mental issues are because in some ways life is, is too easy these days. Go back in time just 100 years and it was more of a battle to survive. And I think we're starting to relive that with, with this situation with, that we're in with the pandemic and everything. It's becoming harder and harder to survive. See, I look at it a different way. This pandemic, I honestly do look at it a different way. I think it was to slow us down to... to um, I'm not saying it was man-made or anything like that. I mean, life in general. It was to go back and realize, make us think about things. I understand that, but it's also made it difficult, more difficult to survive. How many people are out of work struggling to get by? Right, and they needed that little extra push to believe in themselves that don't worry about the money. The money will come. It's the mindset you have to get into. I, I get what you mean. Okay. We'll just leave it at that. All right. We'll agree to a disagree. Yeah, I'm just going to say you're wrong, but we'll leave it at that. Yeah, you better. 
And just for the sake of Andy, just because he hasn't had a strawberry this year, this day, this day. Today? Yeah, that's why I was like, this day. Why the hell? Would okay, it now, I really don't think the uh, pandemic is because of overpopulation, because now you just brought everybody closer together. What the hell do you think is going to happen? Everybody's going to screw like rabbits. So if you thought the <laughs> pandemic was going to reduce the population, ah, that is completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> If anything, it's going to double the population. Teenagers these days, what else are they going to have to do? Oh, let's get high and screw. <laughs> yes, my years do go by fast. <laughs> hey, Terry. Hey, Terry, what's up? It slowed down to level out the playing field. and I think it slowed down my... my um yeah earth healing yeah earth healing itself i believe it's because of the whole we talked about this before where the vibrations and the dimensions that we're supposed to be up to the fifth dimension i really truly believe that that we're because we aren't there yet it's a lot of chaotic energy in the world we're not at where we're supposed to be so they like it had something had to happen to stop what was going on if that makes sense and he's just like yeah whatever <laughs> all right so the next thing is practice daily visualization it's a daily visualization i know i'm saying that wrong can you say it visualization thank you is a daily practice that maybe success that many successful people partake in they visualize daily because through their visual visualization, they are able to work through scenarios that can help them move through obstacles and setbacks far more effectively. I do that because I'm a warrior. I'm a very big warrior. <laughs> That's why I don't get drunk at parties because I'm the mom that has to take care of everybody and make sure everybody's all right. Um, which sucks half the time because I do want to get drunk. Um, but <laughs> hey, Ruth. Hey, Ruth. Um, but I visualize what could go wrong all the time. Like over, I over worry. <laughs> I over worry about things that aren't even happening. Um, this, of course, not just about visualization. Visualizing, no, visualizing your end, your end goal or desired outcome. Yes, by all means, spend time visualizing that, of course. But however, there are greater, the, where the greatest benefits are of this process lies within the visualization of the challenges you might face along your journey. I was doing so good all day up until that word and the subsequent actions you will take to overcome these challenges. That is where the real power of visualization lies. God bless America. That's because you only got 10 minutes left. Uh, is that what it is? Oh, your mouth's getting tired. Oh. <laughs> Visualize daily the action steps you need to take to accomplish your goals. Moreover, visualize the plethora of obstacles and setbacks that are likely to derail your efforts. 
then visualize how you'll successfully overcome them. The more you work through the visualization process in this way, the greater sense of self-confidence you rock underneath you. Yeah. I know it, it, it knows that there's 10 minutes left. <laughs> but that was Nicole. You're the best. Um, now where was I? The visualization. The self-confidence you will have, the more self-confidence you will have, and the less uncertainty that you will likely deal with moving forward. And of course, as a result, self-doubt is less likely to come into the equation. Because you just won't think about it. You already know if this happens, we'll do this. Or if this happens, I'll do this. So when that happens, because you've already visualized it and put that plan in motion in your head, there will be no lack of self-confidence because you know you can handle it. Does that make sense? You can, of course... Also, couple together visualization with the power of incantations to help give you the sense, you a deeper sense of certainty and self confidence moving forward. Incantations are empowering statements that you say to yourself while visualization, no, while visualizing, or simply as you go about a, your day. For example, I believe I can make this happen. There is strength behind all my actions. What doesn't kill me make me stronger. Stay safe, Jim. Be safe, Jim. He's Take not care. leaving. He's just saying that he's oh. having heavy winds and, and rain. Oh, well. yeah, be safe. Definitely. So... Yeah, the little incantations of what kills, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. That's a big one for me. That's a big one. I've always used that one. Um, the incantations you choose are completely up to you. Come up with something that you can help that can help empower you during difficult moments along your journey. Connect with like-minded people. Hence this chat room. <laughs> Remind yourself that under most circumstances, a great many people have already accomplished or failed to accomplish what you're currently pursuing. They've gone through the school of hard knocks and learned plenty of lessons along the way. Your objective is connected with these people to hear their stories, to learn from their experiences or of success and or failure. That's what I love about our chat room is because everybody talks back and forth about experiences they've had, how they overcame something or how they, you know. Terry, you stay safe too. Yes, definitely, Terry. Damn, it's hailing off at home, Rufus. Wow. So your objective is to connect with these people, to hear their stories, to learn from their experiences of successes and failures. Only in this way will you gain the clarity you need to make for more optimal decisions moving forward on your own personal journey. So ask yourself, who has successfully achieved what I want to achieve? 
What can I learn from this person about their successes? Who failed? Who has failed time again, time again pursuing this goal? Even if it's a coworker or, you know, somebody that's in the same, say you want to open up your own business, go talk to somebody that you're close to. What's, what do I got to look out for? To get ideas. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing in concrete. Just get ideas. What lessons can I learn from their failures and mistakes? What should I concentrate on? What are the strong aspects that I need to learn? Right. What are the ones I can put off till later? And it becomes your tool belt. Everybody should have a tool belt of different things. I carry a tool belt for my depression. When I have, when I'm having a bad day, music is a big tool of mine. You know, different things. It's the same with this. Put tools, ask questions, find yourself a mentor, someone who has been there before and can therefore guide you along your journey. Your mentor will not only guide you through stories of their own experiences, they can guide you. They can also provide you with valuable feedback for course correction when you hit a snag in the road of your goal. Moreover, having someone to talk to and just talk to about your experiences will effectively help in any alleviate any doubts you might have moving forward. Seek out alternative perspectives. There's always an alternative point of view, another perspective you have not considered. Always. Thank you, Empath. That, that was sweet to say. She says, uh, scroll up or or like you to help all of us it is so cool you get people together much love to you oh thank you we thank you for coming in and hanging with us and always remember on the path that you're taking it, it, just if something didn't work out in one direction that you went does not mean you failed it just means that's the road you weren't supposed to take try the other road that's where the answers lie. Exactly. Exactly. So even though the situation might look grim and uncertain in your eyes, there's always people you can talk to that can help you see the situation from another vantage point. There are many conversations that me and Eddie have had about things that I've gone through in life. And he goes, well, what if it was like this? What if it was this way? And it, something that I didn't even think of. You know what I mean? Um, there's many times that that's happened. But because my it was long ago and the depression was there, I didn't see it that way. So, in fact, you might not even need to talk to them. Just think of And this is pretty cool. In fact, you might not even need to talk to them. Just think of a person that you admire and ask yourself, how does this person see this situation? We're doing good, Ruth. Thank you, hon. What are their perspective of this events? How would they, even somebody you'd look up to, you don't have to ask them, but just think, how would they approach this situation? It might be a different perspective than yours. Yep. Every, see everything 
as an opportunity. Every uncertainty that you face has an opportunity for you to learn and explore. It's an opportunity to express yourself creatively and to challenge yourself in a new way. It's not a bad thing. However, this, of course, requires a per perspective shift. It requires you to shift how you see the events and circumstances in your life. One way to do this is to cultivate a little curiosity. Curiosity will change the challenge you to question absolutely everything. It will encourage you to view your circumstances from a number of vantage points that you previously may not have considered. What looks like a problem may in fact be a tremendous opportunity. What looks like a failure can become an unforgettable success. learning experience or a success. You're right. This is, of course, all well and good. However, you will never see things the way um, this way unless you make an effort to curiously look at the situation. So ask yourself, how is this problem of value? Where is the opportunity here? How can I use this to help move myself forward? What are some key insights from this mistake? How can I grow from this failed attempt? Unlocking opportunities this way will help you alleviate all your self-doubts. And where there is no self-doubts, there's a chance, little chance. Will you, will, hold on, let's try that again. And when there are no self-doubts, there is little chance that you will fall prey to the fear of uncertainty. Start small, think big. You have taken the time to prepare yourself through the journey that lies ahead. So far, you have done all the right things. However, one simple mistake could suddenly derail all your efforts. And that simple mistake comes down to overzealous heart that starts off too big for its own good. With all the excitement you have generated moving, and that's me. I swear to God, that's me. <laughs> With all the excitement you have generated moving through this process, it's easy to get caught up enthusiastically chasing your goals. This is all well and good up until the moment you take on more than you can handle. <laughs> In such, and that's why I get overwhelmed. In such instances, it's just too easy to get overwhelmed, and with overwhelm comes resistance, and forward progress turns backward steps. In order to avoid this trap, it's important to curb your enthusiasm, in the beginning at least. Don't burn yourself out too early, because you simply won't have enough energy left to complete the journey. The key, therefore, is to smart small, but think big. Start by taking baby steps until you reach your first milestone. Then reassess your journey and make adjustments moving forward. The more control you have at the beginning, the more self-confidence you will be able to must up moving forward. That's right, Nicole. Sharing your mistakes and pains can help others in a positive way. So they know they are not alone. Good vibes. That's all we're talking about. Good vibes. 
Definitely. So what did you guys think? Did that help you out on any at all? Well, I hope that helped a little bit, at least a little bit. Yes, you do. Matter of fact, I have to answer you. I got your message. <laughs> Nicole. Oh. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad you liked it. Absolutely. Glad you did like it. I'm glad I helped you, Ruth. Definitely. So, coming up tomorrow... Of course, is UFOs, cryptids, and conspiracies theories. We are take we're talking about something that we haven't talked about in a while. In a while, and Eddie's favorite, the Mandela effect. Hell yeah, he loves talking about the Mandela effect. Gotta give the boy points. Yeah, I don't know what this is. I'll have to check into this because I just wrote then writing in the waters. Oh, I know what that is. That video that I showed you. Gotta give the boy points. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Um, the writing in the water. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. And then we're gonna talk about the pygmy tribe and UFO hotspots. And then of course we're heading over to the UFO stalker to see what the numbers are for this week in UFO sightings. So that's what's coming up tomorrow. I totally forgot to do the credits. <laughs> I just realized that. We'll get a roll. I will try. My, I told you it's being wonky. Glad you enjoyed that, Dave. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. So talk oh, amongst yourself. Part. I know. You know how it is. I always forget the freaking credits. Can you still get the chest pop up there, though? Yeah. All right. Hold on a minute. I just saw. A... Terry said, everything happens for a reason, I say, but bullying is just, oh, yeah. Definitely. And you have to, you know what, like I said before, when it comes to bullies, just look, feel sorry for them. Don't give them anything to work with. That's what I did all my life. If I had a bully, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Ignore And that's how I got friends with hackers, too. <laughs> Although I don't talk to them anymore. They try to, you know, sit there and bully me and say, well, I'm going to get your info. Well, go ahead and try getting blood from a rock you know <laughs> and they never bothered me then we became friends so i mean it's stuff like that just let it roll off your shoulders and don't argue back with them just say whatever if that's what you think oh well can you roll credits or no oh yes sorry okay i was gonna say i did all right this is my turn. Punch to the ladies. Fist bumps to the guys. Stay safe. Stay strong. We're going to get through this. I'll see you guys tomorrow. 
That's right. We thank you guys so much for being here. You guys mean the world to us. You really do. You really, truly do. And what I was saying about boys is basically, you know what? Feel sorry for them because they're lacking something. You know? Unfortunately, they take it out the wrong way, but they're lacking something. They lack self-respect and love. Yeah. It's the way I look at it. I love you guys. Let me go ahead. Oh, I forgot to press the button. Hold on. I'm going to press the chest. The rewards have been distributed. All right, Bouncy Bouncy, sir, you came in now. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry, Bouncy Bouncy, we're leaving, but welcome. <laughs> we'll be back so, tomorrow. 10 a.m. Alaska time. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Click the chest if it didn't open. It should open, be opening in 10 seconds. Thank you again, guys, for being here. We appreciate you guys so much. <laughs> All right. Let's see who got what. And Freaky, I think it's, it's hype up the chat, not chat, chat up the hype. <laughs> <laughs> Heather got 103.6. Damn. Nicole got 59.9. And Freaky Geek got 43.6. That's most I've seen Freaky Geek get. I know. I think so. I think Freaky was cheating, though. He was in D-Live and YouTube. Because <laughs> I seen them both popping up. Right? <laughs> Chaos, said, Chaos said, how with this? I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, uh, Freaky, I, I hope I'm awake. I just did the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We shall see you tomorrow for What If Wednesday. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Take care, be safe, and remember, find something today to make you smile with your eyes. Love you guys. Mm -hmm.